This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mr. Producer. We missed you last week. Did you have a good, uh, what was that, like a Valentine's Day getaway with the wifey? Oh, <laughs> Uh, hopefully I'll have uh, one of those next year. Um, lots of you guys have been asking uh, about the lady uh, in my life, soon to be in my life, I hope. Uh, I'm going to be shooting my shot very soon. I know a lot of y'all are like, are we not men of action? Sutton Outdoor, I saw your post. <laughs> so yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. I am very, very, very soon. I, ha- I have it all mapped out. So, And uh, I will definitely keep you posted on that. Well, Uh, This is going to be a fun show today. We're going to talk about carefully choosing our customers. And boy, do I have some stories to tell. I have uh, wrongfully selected uh, a lot of customers in my career and uh, learned the hard way. But uh, key word is learned. And uh, I, you know, so we don't make the same mistakes twice, but uh, I, I was laughing. We're going over the stories before the show and I, you know, I'm laughing so hard at some of these situations that I got myself in early in my business. Now, thankfully, my customers now are awesome and I'm going to share some of those pleasant experiences as well. But uh, those first few years when I was a rookie, I made a lot of poor choices in who I uh, decided to work for. Now, thankfully, I got awesome customers. Well, we want to say thank you to our show sponsors for uh, making today's show possible. We got some new sponsors, Mr. Producer. See, you were gone last week. We got two new sponsors. How about that? Um, <laughs> I don't know the core. I don't think there's any correlation there, Marty. Uh, we need you. Trust me, we need you. Um, everything's so organized for me when you're here. I mean, Marty, you guys got to understand. There's Marty is a, what is that, an administrative gift? that you have. I don't have that gift. Not at all. But uh, it, but it works well because you're shy. You, I mean, you get nervous and red-faced and, and you know, you get in front of the mic or on stage and that terrifies you. For me, like, it's it's pleasure. It's like, hey, let's go. Like, if there's only a thousand people there, I'm like, man, I wish there's two thousand people here. Like, it's like the more the people, the more excited I get. And it's like, I don't get nervous. I get nervous around this girl that I want to ask out. That's my nervous kryptonite or whatever. But Yours is talking on air, but you're good behind the scenes. Right? So, yeah, anyway, Marty's got everything all polished and organized, and I feel <laughs> a lot better with your back. So don't, don't take that the wrong way. Uh, thanks to today's show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Uh, we interviewed Megan and Joey, and guys, I'm going to give you all the details later on in the show, and their information is going to be in the links. But they're offering 15 minutes for free. It's like Geico, Marty. <laughs> uh <laughs> Maybe not like Ico, but 15 minutes for free, they'll chat with you and find out if it's a good fit because they can really dial in all the um, financials, the numbers, help grow a profitable business. So when I when I when they were talking about their vision at Jason Creel's uh, event, I'm like, we have the exact same vision, you know, exact same vision, growing profitable businesses. So uh, I wanted to link arms with them and uh, help them any way we can. They're down in Pensacola, Florida, but... You can, uh, no problem, Uh, no matter where you are in the world, uh, they can help you and uh, get your business booming financially, growing, profit, 
Amen. Uh, How to Hardscape podcast, of course, Mike Pletz. Uh, Marty, I can't. <laughs> you were gone. So I was like, hey, Mike, how you doing, Mr. Mister Peltz? <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, actually, my last name's Pletz, <laughs> not Peltz. Uh, anyway, we have him on board, How to Hardscape podcast. And uh, you guys can check out his show. I think he's got our episode coming out later this week. He interviewed me last week, and uh, I shared a bunch of of my some of my favorite stories on that show. So uh, definitely go over there. He interviewed Stanley Genetic last week, and make sure you smash that subscribe button. Do I sound like a YouTuber, Marty? Isn't that what they say? Smash the subscribe button. Uh, notifications. I don't know. I, I got to get back into the YouTube, guys. I, I have a YouTube channel. It's got you know a few thousand subscribers, and uh, that's a whole nother story, Marty. <laughs> Marty's waving his finger at me. Don't go there, Paul. Ugh, I have I can get sidetracked so easily. I'll just say this. Go follow me on YouTube. There you go. Smash the subscribe button. Uh, we, we're going to do, uh, in the days ahead, it, it, we are going to be doing a lot more video with this show. Uh, so, And that will be on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all of that. It's just, it's, oh, it's so evolving. It's like, you got to stay on your tippy toes with all this media stuff. And we, we are. I, I am committed to that. Uh, that was part of, I had an incredible experience in Silicon Valley with all the technology and all the behind the scenes kind of conversations I had with some of the leaders out there. It's just crazy <laughs> the culture that we live in and uh, the respect and the reverence that I have for all this technology. And, and, and I just, uh, I've talked about that on other shows, but uh, it's, it's important that we, Use it in a wholesome way and in a, uh, you know, that we're not negligent with all this awesome opportunity that's at our fingertips. How to install pavers.net. Of course, Caleb Allman. Thanks for sponsoring today's show. You guys want to get into hardscaping? Caleb's got you covered. And Jobber. Got my little coffee. Uh, second cup of the day, Marty. I, I tried to do one cup a day because I get all hyped up and jittery and then I went to sleep at night. And then I've just been still, I I do two to three cups a day. It gets me so fired up, though, in the morning. I get a good workout in. But what's weird about coffee is, like, the more you drink, the less effect it has, I think. And then you got to drink more and more and more. So I'm, like, I'm seeing myself head down that path. And I don't know if it's a path I want to head down. But I did have an orga organic orange when I woke up. Get a little, little shot of that vitamin C. <laughs> Oh, Marty shaking his head. Well, I, you know what? I actually missed you last week, Marty. I, I really did. I was like, man, I when you're here and and uh, you poke fun at me and all that, we we, we lightheartedly joke, but it, it's you're you're an important part of the story. I I was telling John Pajak up in Indiana. I was like, man, he's. I want to invite him on our team uh, eventually. Uh, as well, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun as we build this thing. Cause uh, folks, we're not we're we're trying to build this thing, man. I got big big visions for the show, a big old team. Uh, uh, the ah, uh, it's gonna be awesome. But anyway, let's <laughs> thank you, Barty. He said, let's get into the industry news. Well, folks, Kohler, the event, it's coming up. Uh, I know this is time sensitive with podcasting. The majority of people that will actually hear this announcement, it will be past the time the event actually happened. But for the faithful who listen, the moment the show comes out or the day it comes out, uh, February 26, 7, and 8, uh, we are going to, we're flying into New Orleans. I've never been there, Marty, so I'm pumped up. 
Hopefully, I got a window seat so I can I can check it all out because I think it's really close to the Gulf of Mexico. I think, I don't know, but I think it is. And then uh, that'll be cool to see. And then we're driving from uh, New Orleans. I got to catch a ride with somebody or pay like a huge Uber because I think it's like an hour or an hour and a half drive to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So really looking forward to that event. And uh, I had a whole show last week with Scott from Acme Landscapes, and we talked all about uh, the event. And uh, last week we had a lot of good shows. Even though you weren't here, Marty, we uh, we were proactive, man. We, we – um, did the um, Kohler preview, Mike Pletz from How to Hardscape and Miami Landscaper. We're all on the show. So if you guys haven't listened, all three of those episodes were really good. And uh, I got done with Miami Landscaper. It was like an hour interview. And he was like, man, I didn't even share all the stories I wanted to share. And I was like, all right, well, we'll have you back on for part two. So that was that was fun, man. He got kicked out of uh, school at 17 years old in Miami. And you could just imagine how that story could have ended. 17-year-old, rebellious kid, you know, kicked out of school, Miami. I mean, that, that's got trouble written all over it. And he, his name's Paul as well. He went to work, and he started working and being productive in society and uh, building this business. And now he's 10 years into his business, and they're out there. I mean, you can watch him on Instagram, Miami Landscaper. They're out there crushing it and uh, doing installations, and, and uh, it's, it's beautiful work. And uh, it's a beautiful story because it's like he turned his life into something uh, positive, and he's influencing other positive people and, you know, obviously making money, and it's a cool story. So, And I look forward to his other stories because he was telling me a little bit about a mawfare that he wanted to share. He forgot to mention his uh, – well, anyway <laughs> – Ah, uh, thank you, Marty. All right, guys, we're going to uh, hear a little bit from our new uh, sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, and then we're going to get right on in to uh, today's show about how to carefully choose our customers. Are you looking to grow a more profitable business but are unsure of where to focus your attention? Gulf Coast Bookkeeping helps you receive clarity in your day-to-day decisions by organizing timely and accurate financials. Take the uncertainty out of your financial decisions and be confident that your company is headed in the right direction. Their professionals understand what it's like to grow a business and guarantee secure information and timely responses. Find them at gulfcoastbk.com to schedule a 15-minute phone conversation conversation. Again, that's golfcoastbk.com. What's happening, everyone? This is Mike from How to Hardscape to say that we are proud to be sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. I am the host of the How to Hardscape Podcast, where we are dedicated to bringing you the most valuable content in the world of hardscaping, as we interview industry leaders and experts to talk on a wide variety of subjects that will help expand and master the services you offer to improve your business. You can learn more at howtohardscape.com and find the resources that we have created created there, including our budget and estimate spreadsheet that will help you know your numbers better and to ensure you are covering your expenses with every estimate sent out. Once again, that is howtohardscape.com. You like that Canadian accent there, Marty? How, how, how he says, how? <laughs> oh, we got a lot of Canada uh, connections on this show. Julio Tomei, man, he is. Shout out to Julio if you're listening. I have to brag on my guy, Julio. He's, he has the uh, Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, and uh, we met years ago, and uh, Caleb Allman was at the dinner table with us. It was, it was kind of a full circle moment here, but Caleb was at dinner with us, and Julio, 
And Caleb was trying to instigate. He's like, oh, guys, there's going to be a big fight. And uh, he's like, two podcasters, oh. And, he, you know, Caleb, I think he had a couple beers in him. And he's, he, was, he was in rare form. He's like, oh, God, you know, World War Three. here we go. And he's getting all ready. And Julio, I, was, I wasn't feeling that well that night. I'm just sitting there like I don't want to talk to anybody. And uh, <clears throat> Julio's kind of quiet, too. And we're just kind of sitting there like quiet. And then Julio gave me a big compliment. And uh, that was so uh, impactful to my life because he's, he, he gave me a compliment that really, I mean, he, it was sincere and he, and he meant it. And uh, so that began a friendship that I deeply cherish. Uh, Julio Tomei, Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. We talk on the phone and uh, text and uh, him and I and Brian's Lawn Maintenance up in Michigan who's um, launching his podcast. It, I, I don't know if I can say the name of it, but uh, he'll, he'll just, of course, he's all over Instagram. Uh, he's got a new show coming out soon, and uh, the three of us, we're just always um, ironing, sharpening iron, talking about how can we make our show better and, and evaluating each other's shows and just talking about all the nerdy stuff with cables and wires and equipment and, and um, you know, the, the flow of the show. And just it's, it's really cool to be in a community where everyone's helping each other to, to be the best versions that we can be because when Julio's the best version of himself, then his audience and his family, I mean, everyone's blessed. And when Brian's the best version of himself and when I'm the, I mean, we're all, you know, inspiring each other to, to be in our destiny and to be in the best version of ourself. And contrary to, I know Caleb was trying to instigate a fight, but if we're all isolated in our islands and we're like, oh, that's my competition and I'm not going to talk to them and, and you're all grumpy and, and angry. I mean, that's just, that's toxic. And that's, you, you can't go that far being isolated and, and, acting weird like that. And so I just, I, I appreciate so much the Julio Tomei's and uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance for, I, I mean, these guys I'm talking with on a pretty much daily basis. There's a bunch of other guys out there like Britt Dowd and, and all these other guys that, you know, we, we talk occasionally, but, but are supportive. And, uh, and so I love it. Love it. Love it. Marty, I love you. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I've worked in radio for over five years and uh, do this podcasting. And I just, God's got a sense of humor because I'm like, I, I get so scatterbrained and it's, it's folks like you that keep me uh, focused. So <laughs> let's start the show. All that was the warm up. <laughs> so here we go. It is all about choosing customers carefully. I have uh, shared now that I have incredible customers that I absolutely love. They're millionaires. They drive their black Range Rovers. Uh, you know, the brand-new Range Rovers are nice. Some of them got the black G-Wagons. For those of you who are new to my show, I work for uh, the Atlanta no, – I don't work for, like, the Atlanta Falcons organization, but I, I work for a lot of the key players and coaches on the team, and that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But uh, I started with the defensive coordinator. I'm giving a brief summary. Don't worry, Marty. I started with the defensive coordinator years ago, uh, who's now gone on. He coaches with the Los Angeles Chargers, and I still do his property. He's got, I think he's got like four houses. He's been in the NFL for 30 years, you know, build up a bunch of wealth. And uh, he's got two houses in Georgia, and he lives in California. So uh, anyway, awesome, awesome guy. But then him and his wife, they started referring me to other coaches, other players, and I have the best customers in the world. I was just talking to my dad on the phone last night, and I was like, Dad, I was like, I, I love my customers so much. And uh, just telling him stories, because he, he's a Cleveland Browns fan, and uh, I'm telling him, like, 
you know, because I'm a Cleveland Browns fan too, but I'm like, it's kind of weird because, like, if I was doing, you know, Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield's yard, you know, it would be really, really cool. Uh, and I do, you know, the captains and some key people on the Falcons, and it's cool, but it's like I'm not a Falcon. I'm a Falcons supporter and fan, but my favorite team is Cleveland Browns. But uh, anyway, I love my customers now. But this is year 10 of my business, and now I'm working for customers that just are so pleasant. I had this uh, last week was just so pleasant. You know, we worked and we made money and pleasant. It's just pleasant, pleasant, pleasant. My, my business is in a place of pleasantness, peace, prosperity, profit. It's awesome. I love it, love it, love it, love it. But uh, it hasn't always been that way. And uh, me and my friend Jamie, we well, she made, I mean, I'm sure she didn't invent the phrase PETA, but uh, that's what she would always call these customers that are pain in the ASS, PETAs. <laughs> and uh, my first several years, I was working for the PETAs. Pain in the, I, I, don't, I don't like to cuss on this show, but Pain in the ASS, PETAs. And these customers were rude, disrespectful, cheap, 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 poor communicators, properties that were horrible. There was this one guy, Marty. Oh, oh, Reggie. Now, now he was cool. Like, I, he, he was in the original neighborhood. This was my first year, first spring. And uh, I went, I don't even know where I printed out all these things, and I put them in everyone's mailbox. You know, pjlawn.com. That used to be my uh, website years ago, which was actually uh, a, a guy from the church made it for me, and I was, like, number one or two in, in the area. My phone rang all day long. It was crazy. And then I got it. It was a long story. Long, long story. Well, don't worry, Marty. We're not going to go there. But uh, anyway, that website brought me so much work early on. But anyway, this guy lived, lived in the neighborhood. Reggie, he was a real cool guy, but I'd go in his backyard, and there he, his, he had these huge dogs, so I'd have to call him and communicate with him about putting the dogs inside before we came. And there was poop everywhere, and I'd always step in it. Like, I'd be looking for it, which is stressful, and then I'd be like, I'm not stepping in it to this time, and then I'd step in it. And he had these holes. Like, I don't, he's, these dogs would dig these, like, holes, and you'd roll your ankle and twist your ankle you know, falling in holes, and instead, and then you step in poop, and then you fall in another hole. Oh, it was disastrous. And so the pitas, the pain in the butt customers, sometimes it's their personality that's the pain in the butt, and they're just arrogant and rude and disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking all this down, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> Get your coffee. Put your seatbelt on. I got stories for you. And uh, but then there's there's properties that are just pitas. The, the 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 actual customer might be. Somebody that's cool or, you know, cordial to work with, pleasant, professional, but their property is the problem. And, you know, I had some like that with Hills where, you know, I've had, I've had issues with my knee and, and the doctor actually explained to me when I walked uphill, uh, my knee's okay because the, the, the grunt of when you're walking uphill, your thigh and all those muscles in your quad and thigh and everything is what's um, supporting you when you're walking uphill. But when I go downhill, your knee has a lot of stress. And so those hills, I know it sounds weird, but it's like I ha- I literally had to get rid of every single customer I had with hi- uh, steep hills or um, slopes because it would aggravate my knee. I mean, a lot, tens of thousands. I-, I gave up the ridiculous amount, ridiculous amount of revenue. I just gave it to a friend. Um, 
I think it was like $21,000 a year worth of work um, just for the maintenance. That's not, you, you throw in, good Lord, you throw in the mulch and the pine straw and the flowers, you know, that easily doubles. So that's probably like $50,000 worth of work. And uh, I could have sold it or whatever, but I just, you, you know, generosity, not that it's bad to sell your business. I, obviously, it's very smart. But uh, being generous is just awesome. It feels good to you, and it just it makes you more attractive and, and uh, appealing. And it's, anyway, I gave it all to a friend. Just gave him all that work with the hills because those properties, for me, maybe for someone with a healthy knee, it's not a problem. But for me, it was a problem. So we're going to talk. I want to I share some stories, and I want to I talk about how do we determine, is this customer going to be a pleasant customer? And I, I actually have a list written down of what pleasant customers are in, in my world. As I've been in this thing for 10 years, pleasant customers, they're kind. They're respectful. They can be professional. And they're good at communicating. I, I, I studied for, good Lord, I spent way too much money, foolishly, in college on getting my communications degree. But I studied communications, nonverbal communications. And, and that was like the most interesting thing to me in college was these classes I'd take where we'd study uh, nonverbal versus verbal communication. Like we'd go pretty deep into it. And actually, there's more communicated nonverbally than verbally when you're, when you're in person with somebody. And so I'm... I'm, you know, learning as I'm in business to study, you know, look at someone's, look at someone in their eye, not in like a weird way, but you know, just, you can, you can stare into their soul when you look into their eye, you can tell, is this person trustworthy or are they not? Are, is this person kind? Are they respectful? Are they good at communicating? Cause, cause I need, I need clear communication on my end and on my customers and, and are they reliable with the payment? Of course, uh, you know, we use Jobber, and uh, that helps, but that, that can only go so far. If the customer's still unreliable, you know, uh, uh, even the best of the best CRMs isn't, you, you know what I mean. They, they need to have their um, bills paid on time and organized, and because and, landscaping's a luxury service. This isn't something, you, you're not going to spend, you know, $15,000 on fixing up your yard or even weekly, ma- I mean, this is a luxury service. And so you, you want to discern, is this person financially stable? Is this something that they can afford in their budget? And, and, and I know that's kind of a, a slippery slope, and i got to kind of be careful how I navigate that. But these are the things I'm thinking, thinking about. And that's why I've, I share the story all the time. Uh, Larry King Live, he said, why, he asked the famous bank robber, why did you rob the bank? The guy said, well, that's where the money is. <laughs> like a, 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 a bank robber, like figure it out. I'm going to go where the money is. And and so in my business, I you know, my first few years I was in the 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 part of town that wasn't the nicest to say it kindly. And now I'm in the wealthy part of town. I I moved over. And not even that far, maybe I don't know, 16 miles I've transitioned, but it, it the neighborhood I work in is where the Falcons live, the Atlanta Falcons, the football team here. For those of you in New Zealand and Australia, it's, you're like the, the birds. <laughs> it's the nickname of the football team we have here uh, for the NFL. So coming up, I'm going to get, we're going to dive deep, deep, deep into how we choose our customers carefully. 
Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about how using the CRM Jobber has increased efficiency and organization in our business. I remember those days of chasing the checks, the old checks in the mail. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, and wasting time trying to collect those payments from our customers. Well, now that we use Jobber, we have our customers' cards on file, and we get paid faster, a lot faster. Like immediately after the job's done, we charge the card, or in some cases, we charge it the first of each month. Now this. This helps cash flow and it reduces a ton of stress. Jobber's offering a free trial. If you just want to try it out and see if it's a right fit for your business, we're going to leave that link in today's show's notes. Click on the link and just navigate Jobber and uh, check it out if it's the CRM for your company. Are you interested in becoming a professional hardscaper? The How to Install Pavers 2.0 Comprehensive Guide will teach you everything you need to know from site logistics to final paver install. Caleb Allman and his team focus on the installation knowledge of excavation, base installation, compaction, and more, all to accepted guidelines. Allman Landscape has over 20 years of industry experience and they reveal their best tips and secrets with over two hours of paver installation content. This video and their How to Install Retaining Wall Comprehensive Guide is available at howtoinstallpavers.net. That's howtoinstallpavers.net. All right. Thanks again to all our sponsors. This is getting really, really, really fun. We appreciate everybody who uh, supports the show. Like I said, man, I got, I got a huge dream. Like, and I'm not sharing, I, I, I got the details, I got the blueprints, I got it all mapped out, but uh, I, we got big, big dreams, and uh, it's it's definitely way beyond Mr. Producer and I, uh, and so we appreciate everybody who's linking arms with us on this journey. It's uh, it's going to take a team effort, but I, I really think we can help a lot of people. There, I mean, there's, I remember Marty driving around in my truck ugh, with stress, anxiety with money money worries you know like uh, you know robbing peter to pay paul essentially and and just stressed out and uh i'm like i I felt like nobody cares like nobody like i'm a i'm a burden like i want to talk i need help i want to talk to someone but who do i talk to and one of the the visions of this show is to be that resource i mean what if i would have had the green industry podcast back then and I could have hit play on, you know, in my truck and drive and be listening to this stuff and learning. And I'm, there was some material and some resources out there. I mean, but this was 10 years ago. Like we didn't, the technology wasn't where it is today. And uh, so we're, we're, we're going to make this resource as helpful uh, as possible. So, all right, let's talk about this. Because I talked about I moved from the poor part of town to the, um, not personally like where I live, but where my business is, is focused. And there's still pitas. Oh, yeah. There's still pitas in the rich neighborhood. And so it, we really got to be careful because, okay, the, na- the neighborhood that I work in, you have folks that are millionaires. You got folks that are multimillionaires. And then you, all, you, 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 you honestly have some people in there that are barely getting by. There was one guy that uh, he asked, I, I got to be – I got to be extremely generalized and careful how I say this, but there was, uh, I was at a customer's house, guy across the street, not my customer. He said, uh, Hey, can you help me move uh, some furniture? And I was like, no, my shoulder hurt, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I just, all right, can you, can you help me just move this one thing? I really, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, I'll help you move one thing. But I'm like, I'm leery to go. I mean, with this, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, I go into the guy's house and help him move one thing. 
And I don't like that because I don't want uh, it's distracting me. I'm not making money, whatever. But I was like, I just help him out. He he, whatever. And uh, so I move it, and, and we put it in there. And I was like, oh, you guys are moving, huh? And because uh, there's no furniture in the house, I mean, it's a million dollar house, million dollar neighborhood. You know, all these rich folks. And he's like, no. And uh, come to put the, all the pieces together, he could barely afford. He could barely afford to live in that house. His kids didn't even have beds. And here he is. I mean, you drive by and you're like, wow, look at that house. And um, it's sad. that uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know the back-end details of what happened financially, but uh, you know, part of the equation is he probably bit off more than he could chew. That happens in the rich neighborhood, and it happens in all spheres of life. And so as I've worked, and I've worked in this neighborhood for almost the whole 10 years. I, it was really fortunate that I was able to break through into a nice neighborhood early into my career. It's a whole other story for another day. Don't you worry, Marty. <laughs> but what I found, so I, like the bank robber, I, I'm doing things with integrity and honesty and hard work and providing a professional service. But even in the rich neighborhood, which I suggest working where the wealth is versus where it not, it's not, there's more opportunity there. But there's still PETA customers there. There's still PETA properties there. And so, and I learned that the hard way because I started working for people. I remember this one guy, Marty. He went on, and this was one, one oh man. <laughs> I could, ah, uh, all right, I'm going to share this story because it makes me so mad. Uh, it makes me mad at myself. Uh, this was before I did prepay. And you guys know now that I, I prepay. If I do work for somebody, I'm going to get their card on file. And I'm going to charge that card as agreed upon. If it's a maintenance, they're getting charged the first of the month. Before we ever did one maintenance for the month, I'm already fully prepaid. And if it's a project, we are going to do a, you know, a deposit. And then we're going to do, depending on the size of the project and everything. I know some companies do 50% down, 50% upon completion. And some companies do a third, a third, a third. Or if it's, you know, whatever. I got the money up, up front. It, that that settles it completely. But uh, back in the day, I didn't do that, and I was still collecting checks, and this guy was on vacation. So we cut his yard, $40, which was embarrassing. I, You know, we'd be charging, oh, good Lord. You know, it's a $75, $80 account. I was way underpriced. Guy's taking advantage of me. He's on vacation. Uh, this is a horror story on every, every level, Mark. I did everything wrong on this job it was bi-weekly <laughs> it just keeps getting worse we don't do bi-weekly zero chance don't ask no no bi-weekly i'm sorry i know some people in atlanta do no we do not do bi-weekly i am sorry you, you, you're either uh, anyway we did bi-weekly he paid at the end of the month we did everything wrong so he's on vacation for the month rich fella real nice property and uh taking advantage of us just absolutely i was a rookie this is one of my first customers i was not i did not know what i was doing this guy knew he was taking advantage of me and and i didn't have the relational intelligence to discern that so we do his yard come back two weeks later do his yard again come back two weeks later to do his yard for the new month now he owes me 80 dollars. really he should be it should have been way more than that but i under undercharge him so knock on the door and uh here he comes, and he answers. And uh, I said, hey, I was just collecting the $80 from last month, and this guy jumps back. Oh, no, 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 you didn't. And he's like, you didn't mow my backyard by the pool. There's a little strip 
in the back by the pool. I personally, we, we did it. I, I mean, we did it. <laughs> we took the mower back there. It was a hassle because there's these rocks you had to go through. And we, I mean, we, God is our witness. We cut his little strip in the back by the pool, which was a pain in the butt to get to. And this, this property had P-I-T-A all over it. Pain in the rear end. All, oh, this is, I'm telling this stories, folks. I'm in a whole different place in my business now. It's funny now, but back then I was an idiot. Like, I'm like, what in the world am I doing? But I was, I was desperate. I needed money and I, I made desperate, poor choices. So anyway, I was like, well, actually, sir, we did. Now at this point, the grass is two weeks had gone by and it's growing season. And the, I didn't do the fertilizer, but they, you know, they doused it with nitrogen and it grew. He's like, no, look at it. It's all overgrown. And I was like, well, that's just two weeks worth of growth. And this is another reason why, folks, you do not do biweekly maintenance, at least in this climate. So me and him go through this. You know, I'm sitting there, you know, confident that we did it. No, sir, we definitely did it. I, I mean, I pushed the mower. We went through the rocks. We did. No, you did it. You're lying to me. But, and he's sitting there yelling at me. His face is getting all, you know, his forehead's got a little vein sticking out, and he's going crazy. And uh, so we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I'm not budging. I'm like, sir, I need my $80. No way. You lie. Oh, my gosh. We go back and forth. So finally, he takes out his checkbook. You're fired. And he takes his check and he gives me, and he writes a check for $60. And he had, I mean, he's fuming. And uh, I mean, the, 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 the parking, uh, there's, I think there's three or four cars that are, you know, probably $200,000 worth of cars just sitting right there, you know, luxury, fancy, fancy, schmancy cars. And he he hands me a check for $60. And I said, sir, you owe me $80. We came two times and you just gave me 60. And I I hand it back to him. And uh, long story short, get off my property. And he slams the door shut on me. (laughs) And he was fuming. I'm like, unbelievable. I mean, we went through the rocks. We did it. And then I, I, I just... It's important to ask yourself, how did I get myself in this mess? How? I mean, it, Marty's laughing. It wasn't funny, Marty. I'm a, I'm a fresh out of college. I'm broke. I need money, and I work hard. Now I have to. Oh, it was a disaster. Hot. I mean, if you guys don't live in Atlanta, you don't know what it's like to work in 95 degree weather, 90 degree weather. It's hot. Here I got my sweaty hands on this sixty dollar check. And uh, years later, I, I started studying my story. I started studying my business. How can I become better? How can I become better? And so I learned things. And I analyzed that situation. How could that have been better? Well, first of all, hopefully now I have the relational intelligence and discernment to discern when people are taking advantage of me up front because I have the, my prices are high. I mean, my, compared to my, uh, compared to my, competition in Atlanta, if you will, I know what the hourly rate is. I've, I've shared it with you guys. It's about $53 per man hour for lawn maintenance, landscaping. Um, <clears throat> I don't know the hardscaping numbers too well down here, boys. I know we got a lot of hardscapers that listen. Um, that's not, that's why I tell you, listen to Mike Pletz, <laughs> uh, a podcast and, and listen to Caleb uh, Almond. Those are skilled guys in hardscaping. But I, so I charge more than that, obviously. I, I, I'm not trying to be medium. I want my prices to be the highest point because that's just what I want. But 
what I realized is, okay, I shouldn't have been doing bi-weekly because stuff's going to get overgrown, and after two weeks, it is going to look all shaggy and overgrown, especially when the nitrogen's in the soil and, and the um, rain and the sun and the, oh, it's all, you know, it's going to grow like crazy. You can't do bi-weekly. And I should have had the card on file that way. On the first of the month, I would have got my $80, and, uh, you know, obviously I should have charged more. So, so it's important to study all the mistakes that we make. They're not just funny stories. But how could I improve from that, and how, how could I ch- choose my customer carefully? Because somebody that's going to have that kind of anger and that kind of rage and be that, that rude, and this happened to me several times. There's another lady, same deal. We did four services. Go to get paid. <clears throat> she was out of town or out of the country, and she's like, my husband said yeah, the same thing. This lady is um, uh, yelling at me, and, and uh, I, I, I'm I gotta be careful how I say this. Different. I'm I'm gonna be extremely careful. So so so. Uh, but I, but I want to I want to say this. Different cultures have different sets of. Um, I gotta be extremely careful, but it's as important as business owners. We 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 understand this. I have a friend who's from a different country. Now, his, his parents, he was, you know, I think he was born as a kid in a different country, but he didn't live there too long, but he, he, he lived there because his parents, his family and brothers and cousins, and they all still live in this country. And my friend is, you know, Americanized to the core, extremely generous, and uh, he's a small business owner. I mean, his business isn't small, but you know what I mean. It's big, big money. But he says, Paul, you have to understand that in some cultures – it's actually, I know this sounds disgusting, but like you're actually raised to get a good deal or to rip someone off. Like people celebrate that. Like they'll sit around at dinner and be like, oh, I was able to do And it's like to, in, in an almost unhealthy way. Like and that's how some cultures, um, now in America, we're like, in America, obviously, if there's a mechanic that, doesn't, you know, you ever watch those documentaries where you go to get an oil change and they don't even change a person's oil and they do something else and they try to rip them off and they upsell them and there's, you, you can't get, you can't operate in business too long if you're not honest. Like, thankfully in America, if you're going to win over decades, you need honesty, you need integrity. If you're providing a service, you need to go above and beyond and provide an excellent service. If you're selling a product, obviously the product needs to be, uh, you know, a good product. And so you win by honesty and integrity and actually coming through and delivering uh, to your customers. And so, but it's, it's good to be aware that there could be customers that are maybe from different countries or they're, they're growing up in different countries and they still have a little bit of that mentality where they're trying to rip you off. And there can even be Americans that are trying to rip you off there. They can smell it. Keith Kalfas has some really good YouTube videos. I watched where he kind of talked about how they can smell mile away when Keith was young in business. He shared this story at an event. I was at Brian's law maintenance event, how this guy was taking advantage of him. Because Keith was brand new in business, and this guy was wealthy, and he was he was taking advantage of Keith because he knew that Keith was desperate, and he was going to do it, and he was going to get away with, you know, undercharging Keith and all this stuff. And so, we just need to be have that in the back of our mind. Obviously, we need to to to, to love everybody and be uh, professional and respectful and all of that. But just be aware, someone's motive might not be pure and clean like yours. 
someone's motive might be trying to take advantage of us. And so we need to be, you know, careful of we don't know everyone's motive and we need to develop that skill. We're going to do a whole other show about relational intelligence, but we need to be when we're when we're basically interviewing it. Our customers don't know need to know we're interviewing them, but when we're talking to them, when we're vetting them, we need to be discerning these things. Is this person, is, is this somebody I want to work for? I heard my friend say, if you get a call after 9 p.m. from one of your customers, what's your reaction? Are you sighing and rolling your eyes like, oh, why are they calling me? Or are you like, oh, so-and-so's calling me. I better take this. This probably is important. Like, it's late and, you know, it's, it's weird. They're calling this late. Hey, what's going on? Is everything all right? And, so, and you can, like, literally do that test. He's like, that's the test. If you see that person's name pop up on your phone, and I know in our culture now, and, you know, we don't like when people call us. We want them to text us or email us. It's kind of rude to call. But, you know, the point is, when you see that person's name on your phone at a, at a strange time, are, are, are they someone that you actually like them? And you're like, oh, I, you know, I better take this. Or are you like, oh, gosh. And if you're like, oh, gosh, why are they calling me or what's going on, then might want to exit plan from that that relationship. And I I mean, I was telling my dad last night, I was like, dad, I love my customers. I'm like, I love, uh, I, I don't want to say all these people's names because I don't know what I should and shouldn't say, but I, I work for people. Like if they're out in a restaurant, people are going to come up to them and ask them for autographs and pictures and selfies and all that stuff. And I don't do that. I don't ask them for that. That's a whole nother thing we'll talk about on relational intelligence. If you want to, um, how to, we'll save that for another day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole show on how to work for the rich and the famous and, and things that I learned, the mistakes I made and things that I've learned of how to attract these kind of folks because I was able to develop trust with some of the key people and then they trusted, because they care about their reputation, they trusted uh, our you know working relationship as a professional on providing a service for them to where they gave me word of mouth, refer- word of mouth referral to their famous friends and, you know, we're, we're able to have the beautiful tapestry of how that thing all flowed together. But it does take really developing trust and, and being trustworthy and, 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 and all of that. So, man, I got a whole bunch of other stories. Uh, you wouldn't believe. I, I, I had one guy go to jail. This guy was sketchy, man. And I, 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 I got to be extremely generalized how I say this. But I was like, I had a bad feeling about this guy. I couldn't put my finger on it, but sometimes you feel very peaceful and calm and tranquil and pleasant. You got a good feeling about someone. That's good. Like if that's, if you step foot on someone's property or you're communicating with someone and you feel peace and you feel good and you just feel this is right, this person's trustworthy, all of those things, you know, as business owners, we need to be, uh, we need to be aware of those feelings and those emotions and in touch with that like okay when I'm around this person I feel good I feel like I I, I, I look people in their eye like I I I stare into their soul if you will not in a weird way but I just I, I can tell if I'm looking at someone and then they're like they look away and they can't look at me and they're they're all fidgety and like stuff like that I'm like something ain't right here you know what I mean but if I can look and they have the they can look back at me and it's like that's just a weird little thing that I'm developing. It's you got to be careful. You don't want to stare too long because then you'll make them uncomfortable. But it, it, you know what I mean. This person, you get a good feeling. Well, I had a bad feeling about this property. I went there and I was like, something just it didn't sit right with me. I just I had a weird feeling. I, I couldn't. I mean, it was a nice property. They seemed nice, and 
you know, they paid me and I, everything there, there wasn't something that I could point my finger on. And then, and I, I just, I had it. It was, it was a, I didn't feel good. There was one weird conversation we had. Excuse me. I got a cough, Marty. Turn my mic off. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that came out. Hey, that's why we pay you the big bucks, Marty. Uh, I just went on a coughing rampage there. But uh, long story short, I should have trusted that when I felt the uneasiness about this customer, that there was a reason why. And uh, long story short, obviously, he's not my customer now. They're locked up, and they were doing something, um, you know, that wasn't right. And uh, so anyway, we need to <laughs> we need to trust, you know, that peace versus you just feel like you need to take a bath or a shower and be like, oh, I feel that person's sleazy. Like, I just, I don't know. Ugh, something felt wrong there. There's probably something behind that. And so, you know, be alert and, and uh, all that. So hopefully that makes sense. And uh, I'm learning. I mean, I still, you know, in recent years, I've still made some mistakes where I'm like, huh, it's, it's, it's so challenging to vet customers, but it's a skill that we have to get the right procedures, protocols into place. And at the end of the day, there is a human element involved. Like you need to discern is this a customer that I want to work for? Because we are in the service industry. I mean, selling products is simple because there's no, you you don't have that relational, you know, when someone goes on to Amazon and they buy, you know, I'm looking at a coffee pot. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to upgrade. Right now, I just have the El Cheapo, the cheapest coffee pot possible. But I really enjoy, I'm trying to make my coffee experience in the morning the best I possibly can. So I've been studying all these coffee pots and uh, trying to find out what's the best deal. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to spend a whole bunch of money on one. I'm on the Dave Ramsey plan, and I'm trying to get out of debt. But I also I want to have a decent one. So anyway, but when I go to buy the product on Amazon, it's just it, I buy the product, and they send the product to my house. You know, the coffee makers, they don't care about my, you know, integrity as a person. And, and I don't, I mean, you know what I mean? It's just a product. It's like a transaction, boom, boom. You get the product, it's like that. But in service-based it's not like that. You're actually dealing with people. You're providing a service. There's there's a relational dynamic. When you're doing a $15,000 project for somebody, they're going to come out and you're going to have to talk to the customer. And you're going to need to, is, is this person going to come out and be all negative and, well, why are you guys doing it this way and all weird? Or, And obviously, we need to develop our skill in making them feel educated as, along the process, excited along the process. Now, Mrs. Jones uh, this is what we got done today. I'm really excited. Tomorrow we're going to be working on this part of the project. And, uh, you know, if everything goes smoothly when you come home from work tomorrow, uh, the sod's going to be in and being watered and, and uh, all the mulch is going to be done. Those flowers are going to be popping. Everything's going to be done. And uh, y- y- you learn how to communicate so that the customer's not all nervous and whatever. But uh, there's 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 a relational aspect to the service-based business. There's a relational aspect to being on someone's property. And I want to be on people's property that I love. I, I love the football, one of the famous football players I work for. I just love when they come home and, you know, they hop out of their fancy cars and like, hey, Paul, you know, what's up, my man? And, you know, they follow me on Instagram. So, ah, I saw this and that and that. And, you know, the kids are like, hey, Paul. And I love them and they love me. And I love working on their property. I love, it's not, obviously they pay me, but it's like, you don't have, you don't, it doesn't take anything. Like, I don't even think about going above and beyond. Like if I notice a little something, it's like, oh, I'm going to fix this real quick. I don't invoice them. I just did it. Like I just, 
I take pleasure in making their property the nicest on the street and the best it can possibly, like the best of the best. Like, it's like fun to me. How excellent can I make this place look? And they appreciate that. I appreciate them. And it's just like, it's a win, 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 win situation. I'm getting paid. Their property looks good. I like them. They like me. They refer me. It's win, 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 win. Those are the customers I'm looking for, folks. See, I could have said all that in one minute, Marty, and we could have been in and out of here. <laughs> and uh, look at all these stories I didn't even share that are in the, we, we have uh, shows notes that we go over before the show. And uh, I left out a whole bunch of stories, but uh, more episodes for another day. We do ha- I have a very important coffee <laughs> meeting. Very, very, very important, folks, uh, meeting coming up here um, that I need to make sure that I am on time for. Very important. And um, so anyway, we got to uh, get rolling here. But thanks to our show's sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Guys, Megan and Joey, they are um, offering 15-minute free consultation to learn about your business, to share with you their services, and uh, hopefully that, um, you know, they can help you grow your business, understand those numbers. And uh, I'm going to leave that link in today's show's notes. Of course, if you want to learn more about hardscaping, Mike Plett's podcast is just for you. How to Hardscape podcast. Same deal. It's in iTunes and all the places my show's in. So uh, head on over there and um, subscribe and take a listen to uh, Stanley Genetics message that I'm sure um, I haven't listened to that one yet. I got, I got, I got behind on my podcast. Uh, we're going to do a show one day. People have been asking, hey, what podcast do you listen to, Paul? And uh, you've heard me sprinkle out. Of course, I listen to Lawn Care Business Success. I'm going to listen to Brian's when it comes out and the hard, How to Hardscape. And uh, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I'm a podcast junkie. And uh, even in different genres, I, you know, I listen to a bunch of different shows. And uh, I'm going to share um, that list. We're going to do a whole episode where I talk about the podcast that I listen to because you guys have been asking uh, about that. So we will deliver uh, another show for another day. Jobbers, the CRM that we use, if you guys uh, want to try that for free, you don't even have to put your card on file with them the f- for the 14. You, you ever get suckered into one of those, Marty, where it's like, uh, sign up for free. And then when you're signing up, they ask you, well, what's your card number? And then you type it in and then you forgot you signed up. And then you're like, what's this $12.99? And then you realize, oh, I signed up for that stupid thing. I didn't even use. <laughs> That's not the case with Jobber. They don't even ask for your card. And you get you, you obviously got to get your email and log in. Then once you do, you can just go in free reign for two weeks and just check out every little feature. And if you want to talk from for someone for free from Jobber uh, about, hey, here's what my business is. Like, how do you think this is for me? Uh, all that's free. Um, so, but use our link in today's show's notes because uh, Marty and I get kickback if you actually sign up. But if you use Keith Kalfas's link, then Keith gets the kickback, darn it. And that brother's blowing it up. Uh, so use our link. There you go. Um, <laughs> shameless plug there, Marty, uh, for you. And uh, who are we leaving out? Caleb Allman? How can we leave out Caleb? Shout out to, I say this every show because Caleb gives me a kick. He's like, he's like, Brittany's dad listens to your show, Paul. And uh, so Brittany's dad, thanks for listening to the show. Um, hopefully actually listened to this episode and listened all the way through. If you did, there you go. Uh, we give you uh, a thank you. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. So I think we got everyone. Caleb Allman, uh, howtoinstallpavers.net, him and his team put together. Uh, they actually did a, a training on retaining walls and then a separate training on how to install pavers. And uh, Caleb only charges $99 for those. That's ridiculous, Caleb. You should have charged more. But anyway, 
get the deal while you can. You just download the video and it's available. That is gold. You, I mean, if you went to a, a course, like a class, you know, that's a couple thousand bucks or, you know, several hundred bucks at least if you're going to go to university to learn that stuff. And uh, Caleb put it together, comprehensive guide, only $99. So thank you to, I think we got them all, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Jobber, How to Hardscape, Almond uh, Landscaping at HowToInstallPavers.net. We are, uh, the sponsors are rolling in, guys. We really appreciate it. Of course, if you want to sponsor the show, Green Industry Podcast at gmail.com and uh, Marty will get in touch with you and uh, get all that set up and uh, we're rocking and rolling getting ready for Mississippi sorry you can't go Marty but uh, I am excited to go uh, on that trip I'm going to take my camera with me and make a little vlog out of it and uh, stay in touch on Instagram Um, I'll be Instagram and story the whole trip of course uh, at Paul Jameson on Instagram and uh, Green Industry Podcast we have our own Instagram as well, which is everything related to the show. And then everything on my personal Instagram is, you know, what I had for breakfast, my coffee, <laughs> and uh, pursuing that girl. Hopefully you'll be seeing her on my Instagram stories real soon. Oh, gosh, that would be awesome. Wouldn't it, Marty? She's so beautiful. Oh, 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 oh. I'm shooting my shot soon, boys. So stay on my personal Instagram. You'll get all that behind the scenes on all that. I got all these dates scheduled or, 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 or planned. Like, I want to take her here. I want to take her there. But it all starts with that coffee. I got I got to get her to say yes on the coffee. And then if we do that, it's slam dunk, baby. It is. I got it all planned out. So looking forward to that. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Did we, did we got everything, Marty? I always forget something. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then after the show, I'm like, oh, I, can't believe I, I, I can't believe I said to forgive that. Yeah, well, I did forget that. Uh, we'll end with this, folks. iTunes reviews. We appreciate everyone who's been leaving them. We need more. It uh, it, it helps grow the show. And, of course, in the, um, uh, what's it called, Instagram, when you share it, that helps out. That's how the show started. That's the only way we've grown is everyone shares it on Instagram. Like, hey, I'm listening to the Green Industry Podcast, and you post it to your story, your, your story, your story. Uh, that's how the show's grown. Try to stay, try to say, <laughs> Marty says, Paul, stop talking. The show's over. You're falling apart. Oh, try to say show and story at the same time. That's how I said story. Show and story. Story, show. Show, story. That's hard. But uh, when you guys share on your Instagram story or on your feed that you listen to the Green Industry Podcast, what happened, somebody else, it actually takes like seven to eight touching points in a sale or in, you know, in like what I studied this in the marketing class, like if someone's selling Pepsi, they want to put Pepsi in front of you as much as they can. So you see, oh, I saw Pepsi on Addison Ray's TikTok. Oh, I saw Pepsi on Gary V's commercial. Oh, I saw Pepsi. You see Pepsi, 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 or Coke, 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 Coke. And then it takes like, the more you see it, then you're like, oh man, I want a Pepsi. And so that's the same with podcasting. When you share green industry podcasts, someone's like, oh, I think I've heard about that. And then they see it the next day when someone shares. They're like, oh, man, like I just saw that. And then eventually they, they, they cave in. And then they're like, uh, all right, well, I'm going to listen to this stupid show. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, I kind of like it. Uh, they're kind of funny, that old Mr. Producer. Uh, and, then, uh, and then they share it. And then the thing just keeps rolling. And then we... Hire John Pajak, and he moves from India, and he comes down. And he, I got a whole, uh, I want to build, like, uh, oh, I got so much dreams in my heart, folks. But it starts with that little share on Instagram. And uh, those little seeds, uh, we're going to try to build this thing into something so 
ridiculously special. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the show, guys. I love you, love you, love you. And uh, we'll be back soon. We got Toro. That's right. We're going somewhere, Marty. Toro. Uh, we're interviewing them, two folks uh, from uh, leaders at Toro. Really excited. I'm a big Toro user. You know, the Toro Dingo helps us with jobs. And uh, my little 30-inch Toro mowers um, have gotten a lot done over the years. So looking forward. We're going to be chatting with them later in the week. Chris Kaiser, uh, the pre- uh, president of OPEI. Well, Chris, um, going to probably talk to us about the GIE and uh, what else is going on in the industry. So we got some big, big names. Yeah, Marty. Go big or go home, Marty said. Well, I got to go to a coffee. This is super important. So uh, big day for me. Um, big day. I'll, you'll hear more about this later. And, and it's not. No, 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 no. It's not the girl. Thanks for clarifying, Marty. It's it's not the girl. Um, oh, I you I would be. I'm not gonna be doing no podcast the day I'm before that coffee date, man. I, my heart's gonna be pounded. I'm gonna be in my prayer closet. Jesus, help me. <laughs> Put the glow of God on my face. Give me favor of this. I'm going to be in an pr- old-fashioned prayer meeting before I meet with her, man. Um, I'm, gonna be, I'm already nervous just thinking about it. It's, it's nervous excitement. Like, I, I've had a crush on this girl for so long. Oh, my gosh. You guys remember months ago, go listen to episode 75 with Keith Kalfas and Sean Spencer. I shared all about how much I like this girl and how I want to ask her on a date. And they almost had me, and I'm glad I didn't do it that night. It wouldn't have been the right timing or right scenario. They almost had me reach out to her through uh, DM that night, and I didn't, thankfully. But uh, the time is approaching in the near future where I am going to ask her out. And I hope she says yes, and I hope we get to go to coffee. And uh, I hope all you guys buy your plane tickets, fly in from all over the world, and come to my wedding. I got I, I to gotta start with coffee, but if it goes well... I would be like, hey, uh, I kind of got like thousands of friends from all over the world. Can we invite them to the wedding? <laughs> uh, I don't know how her dad, if her dad has, I, I know I'm way too far out there, Marty, but uh, I want to invite everybody that listens to the show because you guys blow up my DMs about way more than the, lo- I mean, I get the lawn care, the landscaping, the billing, the, all the questions like that, but it's like literally the majority of the questions are, bro, ask her out, go for it, shoot your shot. Be a man of action, you know, step up. It's time. The time is, I mean, I get all these motivations and everything. So if it works out, I think it would be cool if we did like a special invitation to podcast listeners where you can come to the wedding and uh, we'll give you plenty of notice. You can fly in uh, to Atlanta. It's a fun city here. Make a little mini vacation out of it and uh, come celebrate with us. It's going to be the most, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So pumped up. Oh. All right, I got it. Yeah, you're right, Mark. I got to be there. So uh, this will conclude today's message. Guys, we are having a blast creating the Green Industry Podcast. Whether we're on the road somewhere, we're back in Atlanta in the studio, we give our best effort to create the highest quality, value-packed show that we possibly can. And we certainly appreciate you taking the time to listen. Now, there are a couple ways you can support the show, and we certainly appreciate it. Number one is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. We are so thankful to everyone who's taken the time to go and drop however many stars you think the show's worth. It's a five-star system, so obviously five stars is the best, but whatever you honestly 
honestly uh, think the show's worth, we would appreciate that. And then drop a sentence or two, just a quick comment. This feedback helps us structure the shows in the future, and it really means a lot uh, in the iTunes world. So if you could, please drop us a rating and review. And if you've already done so, we want to say thank you. And another way you can support the show is by sharing, sharing, sharing. Word of mouth referrals, as we discussed on the show, are so powerful. And so when you take a quick moment to share the show to your Instagram story or whatever social media platform you use, it means so much to us. We appreciate everybody who does this. And if you've been blessed by the show, we want to encourage you to share, share, share. It helps us so much. So thanks for listening. We are just warming up. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, please drop a rating and review and share the show. Thank you.